Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Tzadi Dalid. We are up to Siftes, which is the last line on page 254. The Mechaber says in Siftes, Continuing from what we were discussing yesterday, one who is uh, forced into davening in a sitting position, The Mechaber says that when he is able to, he needs to daven again when he is standing. And he does not have to add anything new into the Shemoneshi that he says standing. Let's see the Mishabura on that before we turn the page. The Mishabura says in Sifkaton Chafei, Miyushav, a person who davened when he was sitting down. And so too, like we discussed yesterday, if he davened while he was walking. So when he is able to, he needs to daven again standing. Says the Mishabura, So long that the Zman of that Tzvila did not pass, and he is able to, he would have to daven again standing, but he did not have to add anything else into Shemona Esrei. Says the Mishabura in Chavzayin Rotzalomer, it means to say this is This is not like davening a voluntary tefila. The kaim loma kamon, like we hold later on in Simen Kuvzayin, the tzarich lechavish. Whether you have to add some kind of new request. Here you don't need that. Period. Here says the Mishabura uledina hiskimu haachronim sheein tzarich lachzer ulespal sheinus. He says, Halakha the Achronim will agree that you do not have to follow what the Machaber says here. You do not have to go back and daven again if you daven when you were sitting down. We're turning the page to Kuf Chav Ches. V'chein Haminog. And that is the custom She'ein Ovrej Rachim She'espalu Baderach B'miyushav Chosrin U'mispalun Shainis. The Minog is that those travelers that daven on the way while they were sitting down, they do not go back and daven again when they are standing. However, one who davens sitting and he wants to daven again, he could daven again a second time as a voluntary tefillah. If he is guaranteed that he'll be able to have the proper kavana during his tefillah, like we'll see later on in Simen Kuv Zayin. He also, in this voluntary tefillah, would not need to be mechadish anything new. Even though normally with Tfilas Nadava we say you should. Because here where your first Tfilas was sitting and your second Tfilas standing, that's already enough of a Chiddush, the fact that you are standing. From the Primagodim it's Mashma that it's not Kedai to Daven nowadays in Nadava. No 29, he comes up with some scenarios where even he would agree that you would Daven in Nadava. But we're going to continue now in the Ramah on the top of the page on Kuf Chavches. Says the Ramah, Someone who is traveling on the road and he is very close to the hotel. If he is able to move to the side of the road and not to be interrupted by other passerbys, he should pull over there and daven on the road on the side. Rather than waiting till he gets to the non-Jewish hotel and davening there. Now the next four words, we'll see in the Mishaburi, he takes them out and puts them at the end of the Ramah. But if that is not possible, he can't move to the side of the road to a place where they won't interrupt him. Then he should in fact 
Tavin in a Goyesha hotel in a corner, Shelo Yaval Balu So the people of the household of the hotel should not interrupt him. So the Mishnah Guru says in Sifkadon Chavches Min Aderech that if he's able to be moving aside from the Derech where he won't be interrupted, he should do that. Lelech Litzdadov Ulhispalo Shamba Amida. The Maila of being able to go to the side of the road and Davin is that he'll be able to Davin there while he's standing instead of sitting. Sifkadon Chavtes, that's better to go to the side of the road and Davin there standing than waiting till he gets to the hotel of the Goyim. Because we have to assume in this Gayish hotel there are going to be idols and other abominations. And you should not bring Dvarim Shebekdusha into such an abominable place. Because Moshe Rabbeinu said to Paro, when I leave this city, I will pray for you. He didn't want to daven in Mitzrayim because it was filled with idols. So therefore, there is a chisaron in davening in the Gaisha Hotel because there are idols around and we don't want to daven around idols. In note 30, he points out, I don't know if he means to say Beisat Filo or he means Bedafkad Beisat Tifla. Shall I reform him or I conservate him? About davening in a reform or conservative temple, Rav Moshe Feinstein says that it is Aser. V'chein b'makam ha-kavul v'holulus, so to a place that is set up for preetzis or holulus. So Rav Moshe writes also, Sha'aser l'hispalobo, it's Aser, a davener, k'even sh'umakom sh'asanu la-kadosh baruchu. It's a place that is hated from ha-kadosh baruchu and therefore it's inappropriate to daven there. And says the Mishabura in Sivkot and Lamid. Ramosha holds you not to the Davin in a conservative shul. It's not set up. It's not a shul. It doesn't have a din of a shul. It has a din of a, a negative din. Because that's a negative. Because that, ha- that has a, that has a negative. That has a negative. It's 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 anti what we believe in, and therefore it's a, it's a negative. It's not just it's not just like diving in a bank. It's it's a negative. It's it's going against it's going against halacha, and therefore. I don't want to go that far, but Yerosha is Aser. Zotim Mishnebura Vaiter, Sifkot and Lamed, Shelo Yeval Belu Bnei Abayas. We said in the Ramah that if you have the choice to pull over to the side of the road or daven in the Goyish Hotel, better to pull over to the side of the road and not daven in the Goyish Hotel. But if you can't pull over to the side of the road, you could daven in a corner of the hotel. Shelo Yeval Belu Bnei Abayas, in the corner, so that people in the hotel, the Bnei Abayas, will not interrupt you. Tzarech Lomar Besof Achar Tevas Karen Zavis. Here's where the Mishabura points out the correct way of reading the Ramah, which I read it when I read it before. For the Ramah means to say, that if you're going to daven in this Gaisha hotel, you should find a corner to daven so they won't uh, confuse you. But you don't have to worry about the fact that there are idols there. All our tefillos nowadays are in cities in which there are idols. We're obviously not able to be mapped on what Moshe Rabbeinu was mapped on a Mitzrayim, we daven in cities with our idols. And therefore, if there are idols in the hotel, that wouldn't be ma'akev. Just make sure that you go to a place where there won't, you won't be interrupted. And if on the eastern wall, well, eastern wall where we, you want to daven, there are idols hanging there, or crosses hanging there. You should not daven in that direction. Rather, you should turn to a different direction. Even though you will not be facing Mizrach. 
And then the Ramah finishes off and says, If it is impossible for you to pull over to the side of the road to Davin, And therefore, if you're in Davin on the road, it's going to be either while you are walking or while you are sitting. And the other option of going into the hotel, you know that you won't be able to dive in there in a corner uninterrupted. So you have the two choices. Either you could dive in with Kavana when you're sitting or while you are walking, or you could dive in without Kavana while you are standing. Says Ramah, It's better to dive in on the road while you're walking or while you're sitting rather than dive in without Kavana while you're standing. Because you could have more Kavana and that's what we're looking for. But if when you get to the hotel there'll be some kind of valley or courtyard or garden that you could have in Muta, that's better. And then you could satisfy both of them. And then you could have in standing and with Kavana. That is the end of Simon Tzadi Dalad, and now we are going to begin Simon Tzadi Hay. And try to com- we're going to try to complete it tonight as well. Kivun Eivara B'Shaz Tvila. Yeah, what we discussed yesterday, there was a note, it might have been before you came, where Rishon Zalman said two problems with davening while you are personally driving. Number one, you're not able to keep your feet together. Your feet are busy with other things, so it's not as good. And number two, it's Takanas Tafashos. That's what he writes. So, even though many people now bench when they're driving, and right? But Roshul Mazalman says you, you shouldn't do it, so... Right, so drivers are also different. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We're not going to repeat that, though. Okay. Zot the Mechaber Simen Tzadi Hei. Halacha Aleph, Yechavin Raglov Zeetzel Zeh Bikivun Ki'ilu Einam Elo Echod. A person, when he is davening Shonesre, should put his feet together and make it as if he has one foot. What is the purpose of that? Lihidamos lamolachim. It's to make ourselves similar to angels. Diksiv bahen, where it is written about the angels, v'raglehem regel yeshara. Their feet are a straight foot. Kolomar raglehem nirim keregel echa. Their feet appear like one foot. And therefore we put our feet together to be like the malachim. Says the Ramah, yesh omrim keshaomet lehispalal yelech lefonav shalosh psios. Derech keruv v'hagoshu l'dover shetzarach lasos. Before we start, Shmona Esrei, there are those who say that you should take three steps forward, like moving closer to the thing that you have to do. Says the Mishabura Yechavin Raglov. Let's actually look at note number one before we read the Mishabura. Also, by the top of your feet, by your toes, they also should be together. The feet, it's not just your heels should be together, the whole foot should be together. But in note number two, he writes, Some people are not able to put their feet directly together. So Moshe writes, Do the best that you can. And a Shlatzibur, that's diving without his feet together, Rav Moshe says, If he can't do it physically, so you can let him be the Chazim without his feet together, because he can't put them together, he's doing his best. But if it's because he holds, you don't have to. He doesn't want to change from his ways. Even if he's done this for many years, he should not be allowed to be the chazan. Says the Mishabur Yechavin Raglov, Even if his feet are not together at all, he is Yotze. Now look at note number three where he explains 
uh, two rayas, why you are Yosef if your feet are not together. The Mogen Giborim. The Mogen Giborim brings two rayas that we, where we know that if your feet are not together, you are Yosef. Number one is, Midivya Rambam. The Rambam writes in Hilchos Tvila, Shemona Estikun Haguf, Bichlal Hadvorim Shamispalo Tzorach Lihizorbehem. He lists tikkun aguf, the preparation of your guf, of your body, is included in things that you have to be careful about. Achgam But tikkun aguf is not ma'akiv. And there he goes on. What is a tikkun aguf? Tikkun aguf, hainu lechavin raglav zulazu. You have to put your feet together. It's very clear and pretty explicit from the Rambam that if your feet are not together, it's not ma'akiv. You should do it, but it's not ma'akiv. Right, number two, he says, from what we learned yesterday, me'rochav agabe hachamor. When one is riding on a donkey, you have one foot on one side, one foot on the other side, they're not together like a maloch. You see, you could be yotze. So you see, it's not ma'akir to have your feet together. Two rayas that be the evid. If you do not have your feet together, you are yotze, your tefillah. Says the Mishabura, if Katan Bey is the reason we put our feet together is to be like malachim. Since we are speaking in Shmonesri to the Shechina, we have to remove all thoughts of the body from our hearts, uledamos ki iluhu malach, and we have to think as if we are angels. Vafilu mu yoshev ba'golo, even if one is in a wagon or he's in a car, but he's not driving. Mikoma kom yechavin raglov, still he should put his feet together. Od kasvu shaal yismoch oz la'achrav, he also shouldn't be leaning backwards. Velo yehi mutul etzdadov, he shouldn't be leaning to the sides. Val yishod raglov, he shouldn't spread his feet out. Val yakivem zelzeh, his feet shouldn't be on top of each other. Mibnei shekol zehu derach gaiva, these are all haughty ways of davening. Elo yoshev erosho kofav, he should sit with his feet together and his head bent down. Yelech Lufanov, we said in the Ramah that the appropriate way, according to some, to start davening is to take three steps up like you're about to do something. The ain't tzarech lachzor lachorov kedei lelech Lufanov. Kein kosev el The el says that you only have to take three steps up. You do not have to take first three steps back in order to then take three steps up. Aval olam lelech lachorov. However, the custom is to, in fact, take the steps back before you take the steps up. In note number 60, it points out, why do we take the three steps forward? The Darchei Moshe says that it's connected to Shalosh Hagoshos Tzfilos Shavemikra. The three moving close to Tzfilos that we see in the Pesukim: Vayigash Avraham, Vayigash Yehuda, and Vayigash Eliyahu. In note number seven, when he says that the minog is to in fact take three steps back in order to take three steps up. In note number seven, he writes, of these three steps that you take back, the Kitzur Shachnarach writes, You should take the steps back before you finish the bracha of God Yisrael. After you finish the bracha of God Yisrael, then you should take your three steps up. The reason why that walking is not considered being the Tila David says is that's considered a need of the Tila and therefore it's not a Hefsek. This is interesting. And when it comes to Minchan Maru, where the Shlatibur says Kaddish before Shmon Esrei, the river of Ephraim brings down that Rav Moshe Feinstein used to do when he was a Shlatibur, he would take his three steps up before Kaddish. So he would say Kaddish and go right into Shmon Esrei. He did not say Kaddish and then take three steps back and three steps up. He 
he went to the Amud, took his three steps up, said Kaddish, and then he started from an Esrei right away. That was the minute of Moshe Feinstein. I remember Rebbe Mai did that as well. So that's, there are those who are annoyed that way. The Im Ha'odam Shalachrav Kvar Hislush from Esrei. If the person behind you already started from Esrei, now you want to take your three steps back, to take your three steps up. Rav Chaim Kiyeski says, Shalo Yikonei Satoch Arba Amosav Shal Mispalel. Do not take three steps back. You do not want to go within the four Amos of the guy behind you, as we'll see soon in Simon Kuf Beis. Eloyaslush Shmon Esrei Miyad Mibli Lusoa. Don't take steps back. If you can't do it, don't do it. Anyway, you're really supposed to only take three steps up. But I guess if you could do that, just take the three steps up. If you can't do that also, I'm not sure why you wouldn't be able to do that. But if, uh, don't take the three steps back if someone behind you is in the middle of Shmon Esrei. Continues the Mishabura, Kosa B'dachim Moshe, Maharil Hayanoeg Lamud B'Shachris L'Tfilah Shmon Esrei, Mosai Shehizchil HaShiatzibur Tehilos L'Kel El Yom. The Maril was knowing to get up during Shachris, to, to get up already for Shmon Esrei, from the time the Chazan started saying, Tehilos L'Kel El Yom. He started standing for Mincha when the Chazan went up to the Amud. But Rechaim Knyaski points out in note number 8 that that's Labdafka. What it means to say is, Shehainu Acharei Ashrei Kodem Kaddish. And so writes Aruch HaShulchan that what the Maril did was he didn't get up before Ashrei, but after Ashrei, before Kaddish, he got up, which is what we do anyway, get up before Kaddish and be standing for Shmon Esrei. Uba'arvis, Kishihizka, Shilatsibur Kaddish, and so too by Mariv to get up before the Kaddish, which is before the Shmon Esrei. The Gam Yosir Oz Kicho Vinio Vachodav Ramavalo Mashafto. Also, that, that, those would be appropriate times to remove any junk in your nose or your mouth or anything else that will be distracting to you during Shmon Esrei during those couple of moments before you start your actual Shmon Esrei. Says the Mishabrua, the Machaber Vaitir Sivbez. You should put your head down, bend your head down a little bit when you're davening. So your eyes should be facing downwards towards the ground. And you should think in your mind as if you're standing in the base of Mikdash. And in your heart you should be mechaving upwards towards Shemayim. So the Mishabura writes, Now that's note number 11 in the back of the Sefer, which I would like to read. 20, no, page 26 in the back, you could just listen. That earlier, the Mishabura brought down from the Magen Avram that he asked the Kasha, Shekan Kosova Shokhnar Shacharlis Baal Gishainov Klapimata. Here the Shokhnar Paskins, you dive with your eyes down towards the ground. But earlier we learned in Simit Sadi, Shetzaruch Shu Chalonos Abesak Nessas, that you need windows in the Shul, Kedei Sheyespalo Kenegdom. So you should dive across from the windows. So if there are windows, what are the windows accomplishing if we're looking down? That is the question of the Achronim. V'tirates al-zeh magen Avram. The magen Avram answered this tira and said, "Shetzarech lehispalo k'shein of klape mata." You in fact have to daven with your eyes facing downwards, like the mechaber says here. Elishim tispato kavanosov emsa tvila. If you get distracted during shmon esrei and you lose focus, yiso einov l'shemayim l'orah kavana. Then you look upwards through the windows towards shemayim to inspire kavana. So the windows, according to the magen Avram, were there as a backup plan if you get distracted. That was the Magen Avram. But continuing in the Mishabura, the Abach Chosav, the Bach gives us a different answer. That it's before you start davening, you should look out the windows towards heaven, in order to humble your heart. So we have two different answers of whether your eyes should be down by the windows. We have the Magen Avram who says the windows are in case you get distracted in the middle of Shmon Esrei. And we have the Bach that says it's there for humility before you start Shmon Esrei. 
Lamato Vaaretz if Katanhe one's eyes should be downward during Shmon Esrei. Vaosan Hamagbian Rashayim Veinem Lamala and those who lift up their heads and their eyes Kimabitin Alagaga as if they're looking at the roof. Hamalochim Maligim Aleim the angels are laughing at them for looking up during Shmon Esrei. I guess that's not a good thing. The cost of our primigodim she'ain lasos tnuah mashuna. You shouldn't do any funny movements during Shmon Esrei. Ubiyachid rishus. If you're in private, that's that's an option. You could do it. Velo b'tzibur, but not if you're in public. Ubeprat lahorim kol v'kadoma. Certainly not to raise your voice and to be inappropriate in what the tzibur is doing. That you should not do during your davening. Kosu ha'achronim. The achronim writes shekol mi she'enu otsem eno b'shast filah shmon esrei. Anyone who does not close his eyes during shmon esrei eno zocha liros penei shchina b'tzeis nasho. Very scary. He will not be zocha to see the face of the shchina when he passes on from this world. That is not good. Ah, however, it's not necessary not necessary that your eyes have to be closed for sure. In Mispalo Besidr, if you're diving from a sitter, the Eno Pekuchos Kade Lirospo and your eyes are open in order to see the feel in the sitter, lace lonba, that is not a problem. The Ayin Lael Basimin Sadi Aleph, Sifkotan Vav and Mishabura, where we mentioned a few other uh, strong inyanim about davening with your eyes closed. Says the Mechaber Vaiter in Siv Gimel, Maniach Yodov Alibo Kifusin. A person should have his hands on his heart. Kifusin Perish Kshurin. His hands should be like bound together by his heart. Hayemonis Alasmolis. His right hand should be on his left hand. Ve'omed Ke'eved Lifnei Rabo. And he should be standing like a servant in front of his master. Ve'emba Biyiru Vafachad. With all different types of fear and trepidation. Shouldn't be standing there with hands on his hips. That is a gaivedic way to be standing during davening. Says the Mishaburin, Sivkaton Vav. His hand should be on his heart. Libo. This that the Mechaber says that one should have him with his hands on his heart, that's in a place where the Minog is to stand that way in front of the king when you're speaking to him and you're making your request from him. Everything goes according to the Minog HaMokom. You should have your arms on your heart. Your right arm over your left arm. You should stick your thumb inside the palm of your hand. Your thumb should be inside your hand. And the notes in the back, there's a couple of very interesting things over here. In note number 14 he writes... On that which we said, medina, he, the note writes, People who might be uncomfortable davening with their hands like that, one on top of the other, it's just they don't, they're not feeling it. So the Aruch HaShulchan writes, They can put their hands on the shtender. Every person should do what's comfortable for him to daven. And the stipler, so the Chazan Ish and the Stipler, some uh, big things to lean on, they would daven, not leaning, but they would daven with their hands on their shtender. So that's a raya, that a person davens, how he's comfortable davening. If you have more kavana with your hands on your shtender, especially if your eyes are closed and you want to be holding on to something, sometimes it's more comfortable when your eyes are closed, so you're holding on to the chair in front of you or the shtender. So that is certainly permissible. In no 15, on that which we said, the right hand goes over the left hand, he points out the reason, V'tama Dovin Esbar B'dachimosha, D'achimosha says, Shu K'day Lahagbir Esmidas Harachim Amidas Adin. We know the right hand rec- re- re- um, represents the Midas HaRachim and the left hand Midas HaDin. So we put the right hand over the left hand during davening to show that the Rachim should override the Din. 
According to this reason, so it doesn't matter if you're a lefty or a righty, either way, your right hand should be over your left, because even for a lefty, the Midas Arachim is the right hand. Therefore, for everyone, if you're diving in that position with your hands by your heart, the right hand should always be over the left hand. Although, I have to point out, it wasn't Tefillah, but the famous new video picture of the Chavetz Chaim, if I noticed it correctly, uh, he, he's walking, but his hands are in that position, and his left hand is over his right hand. I happen to notice that. It's not Tefillah, but you'll be, be my eye in the pictures that you have the Chavetz Chaim, his left hand's over his right hand, and I, I took note of that. I thought it was interesting, because, uh, and he wasn't davening, but just interesting to note. Fine. Weiter in the Mishnah Sivkotan Zion. We said one should be standing in front of Hashem like an Evid stands in front of his master. And a person should be shuckling and going back and forth during davening because of the positive of Kolas Mosai Tomarna that all my limbs will be speaking the praises of Hashem and therefore we shuckle so all our limbs are moving. In the back, in note number 16, he writes... That's what the Ramah told us earlier, that one should shuckle while he is davening. Omnam, however, there the Mishnabura says differently, the Mishnabura Sham Kasav, the Mishnabura there writes, Sheyesh Chokim Vaomrim, some argue and say, Sheyem Lis Noeya Betfila, one should not be shaking while he is davening. Bilvad, Milvad Psukit Zimra, Ubirhas Kriyashma, Vatamu Torah. One could shuckle during Psukit Zimra, Birhas Kriyashma, and learning, but not during davening. The Saim and the Mishabura ends off there, there are these two shitas, Shemikomakom, Gamma Maganavram, Shu Hubena Chokim, even the Maganavram was one who argues, Sover, Shed the Ovid, Kemar Ovid, the Ovid, Kemar Ovid. The Mishabura comes out that either way it's okay, same idea, the same way where you put your hands by your heart or on your stender, it's okay. So too, if you're more comfortable, you can be Machavi more by shuckling, you should shuckle. If you have more Kavana by standing straight, you should stand straight. You have to do whatever brings about more kavana for you. However, there's some things that are inappropriate and that it brings over here. But to shake in a way that your body is standing straight. You're just turning your head back and forth like you're saying no. There the Mishnah writes, That's a haughty way of davening. And one should not be davening standing straight and just moving his head. But moving your body, however you're comfortable, I guess, would be okay. Says the Machaber Vaiter in Sif Dalid, Tov Lachavin Raglov Gandisha Shaomer Kedusha Imshlat Sibur. So besides that which we said before, that a person's feet should be together when he's having Shimon Esrei, one's feet should be together as well during Kedusha that he is saying with the Shayat Sibur. And the Mishabura is on page 256. He says, Because during Kedusha we're saying that we're praising Hashem like they praise Hashem in Shemayim. So we're being like Malachim even during Kedusha. But the all-important note is note number 18, which Alex once asked me about very strongly, and I couldn't find the source. But look at note number 18. When do your feet have to be together during Kedusha? At one point, can you start walking around and take your feet apart from each other? So most people seem to do it before the end bracha. Yes, we learned this together. You came over and asked me about this. I think, I think it was you. Look at note number 18. Until what point in Kedusha do you have to remain standing with your feet together? So Ha'el Yeraba, the Arachashokhan, the Kafachaim, alright, Shiyamur Kach at Siam Bircha Sakela Kadosh, till the very end of the Bracha. And the Shevet Alevi Ravazner explains, Shebesofa Bracha Misayamas HaKedusha, at the end of the Bracha, that's where the Kedusha ends. Ube Prad Le Elu Amasayim Ladar Vador, Kedushoscha Naktish, certainly according to the Ashkenazim, who end off with Kedushoscha Naktish, Shumamish Me'ain Siam HaKedusha, that's, it's Mamish ending the Kedusha, that Bracha, so you have to keep your feet together. 
V'chein sover hagonah shol mazam and orbach sheyesh lochosh ledeyazu that one should be careful for this day and keep his feet together till the end of the bracha except for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippurim shemarichim harbe bebracha ashlishes. There, when we say Amelah Kodesh, we have v'chein tein pasnacha. There, shol mazam is modah. You don't keep your together. You don't have to keep your feet together all the way till Amelah Kodesh. You could move them after Yimloch. Fine. But, so we see many shittas that say it together. Al Yirabad, Arach Hashulchan, the Kafachayim, Rav Vazner, Shomazalman. Meidach, on the other hand, the Torah Chayim, Anur Chayim Kinyaski, Kosvu Shigam B'Shayim, Mos Hashanah L'Nogukein. They say the minhag is not to do that. I assume what they mean is not through the last bracha, just till Yimloch, which is what Taka the minhag Olam is. They after a person says Yimloch, they they walk around, but there certainly is what to be machmiran and keep your feet together till the end of the bracha of HaKel HaKadosh, especially since we learned earlier that the bracha of HaKel HaKadosh is one of the two brachos that you're allowed to answer amen to in the middle of Kriyashma, in the middle of uh, Elokai Nitzur. It was, it's a very chash of a bracha. He said, you know, if you don't want to go with this, but Lamaise, it's a bracha that's very high up there and if you're walking around and you're distracted, it's not necessarily the best thing. We'll stop here and we'll continue with Hashem tomorrow. You have been listening to a shir from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shir on any dafin shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shir, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.